Hello, and welcome back to 200 First Dates, One True Love. I am your host, Sam Bear, and we are back diving into Susie's adventure of having 200 first dates in one calendar year in pursuit of that ever desirable one true love. Now, when we last left off, she had 186 dates to go. We are on week seven, so she is making quite a lot of progress zipping along. And I'm really excited because I did get just a brief brief snippet of information of things that to come. So one of the themes that we're going to keep in mind as we progress and hear more from Susie and the check-ins is when to call it on a date. You know, when is it time to just kind of get up and leave? Uh, as a reminder to our loyal fan base, Susie is a gnome de plume. So we are keeping various identifiable traits about her uh, mis- mysterious until we decide it's appropriate to reveal them. But of course, as I like to remind everybody, her name is not Susie. And beyond that, you'll just have to figure out what is real and what is MacGyvered for the sake of the show. So without further ado, Susie, how many dates did you have this week? I had six dates this week. Now, were they all unique first dates because we are also chrono chronologically chronicling chronically god english is weird we are also (laughs) monitoring i I know that that one i don't know uh we are also monitoring the ongoing dates and there have been at least the last checkup at least one or two individuals who she has seen on multiple times but to see them more than once that's just wonderful for uh, the budding romance, but those numbers do not go to the 200 first date total, obviously, because they'd be second and third dates. So uh, were these six dates all unique? These six dates were unique. I did have, and I'll just give a quick update on, because you're going to throw shit at me. So the bartender and I did hang out one more time to have vetoed the bartender. Don't veto till you hear what I did. You're going to like it when you visit. Okay, fine. Because we had a hangout where we could talk one more time and was just pretty much, I said, you know, our schedules are pretty much keeping us apart. You work all night. I work during the day. I don't see this working right now, but let's keep on good terms. Let's still chat. And, you know, I'll come hang out at your bar. Oh. Because I'm fine with getting drinks. I love that. And I will say, I mean, obviously, I don't know what it's like to to date uh, from a male perspective. But like, I think that's such a nice way to to handle it. You know, we I don't know anything disparaging about this this individual. But based on what you shared with me, that's why I was like, just veto this person because it he didn't seem to fit right now what you're looking for and we talked about that a little bit last week as well like he there's would nothing have been great 10 years ago exactly totally that's what we said yeah he would have been great 10 years ago but like for now i think for now i can't wait to meet this person because i can't wait to see you countdown till that yes. uh i know oh my gosh and i can't wait to do a live filming 
in recording. That's insane. But I think you handled that very well. So we're going to move past uh, the bartender. So we film and record every Monday. Um, so let's take it. Did you have a date on a Tuesday? Well, I was going to give you one other update. Oh. I did not see the teacher this week, I'm, but. Uh, I'm so bummed. But. Okay. We have a date planned for Thursday of this week. Okay, good. I was literally like concerned to ask when you said these were all new dates. I'm like, no, I'm totally so rooting for the new, teach. Yeah, no, we're still on. He hasn't been as communicative lately. Like we haven't texting as much, but we are still talking. We have a date. Okay. Okay. So that I works. Like that. But yeah, so then these are all, that's my updates for the past. Here, we'll go into my new ones. Wonderful. But yes, I had two dates on Tuesday. Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, so you know how we start this off. Uh, pick the first one that you'll you'll go with. And I love when you double dip. It like literally just makes my day. Um, where did you meet this, uh, this man? So first one is um, Eric on Facebook date. Okay. Facebook date seems to be very uh, beneficial for you or do you seem to be leaning more towards that? Is it a convenience? Is it a convenience factor or or is it just, is it just kind of lucking out that way? Right now it's sort of just lucking out that way. Um, Also convenience because I'll go on Facebook anyways for myself because I go on Facebook to post. It's not opening up an additional app on top of that. Right. Okay. you know, so that helps a little bit. But yeah, so we went to um, BJ. Oh, wait, wait. No, no, no. Hold on. How old is, is Eric? Oh, I'm, I want to save that one. Uh, so where did you go? Because I definitely talked over it. Where did you guys go on your date then? Um, we went to BJ's because I, I do have a job. So we had to go during our lunch break because both of us um, were on lunch at that time. Oh, my God. He works construction as well. Oh, okay. And like upper, he does like security and stuff at construction. Um, mm-hmm. But so we both were on lunch at the same time. And so we went to PJ's. He, you know, the staples of he did pay. He met me there. Um, was a really nice gentleman. He was very sweet. And I know we keep bringing it up that like he paid, but it was very smooth of like the receipt went down and he immediately grabbed it and pulled it out. Like he didn't only need to pull out his card, but he immediately mm-hmm. took the receipt. Like I had no chance of even seeing it. Which I, I think like is a smooth that. move. Yes. I hate the like, oh, I'm just waiting for you to offer so that I can say no. And then like, the wallet didn't come out. It was grabbed it and put it by his plate so I couldn't see it. But mm-hmm. we continued our conversation we were having and then he paid. So it was a you can't even pretend like you're going to reach for it. I reached for it. We're continuing to talk. Okay. I like that. So that was Does nice. Eric um, have any kids? I've talked over you. What were you saying? Oh, does Eric have any kids? Any children? So we're also going to do an update then. Because uh, so we went to lunch on Tuesday. It went well. We had a good time. And then on Thursday, he just texted me in the morning and said, hey, I know it's last minute, but it's my day off because my crew's not working. Would you happen to want to go to lunch again today? So we also went out for lunch on Thursday. 
I love that you had like a first date and then a second date with this person in the same week, but you are avoiding some interesting questions about this person, like their age and if they have children, <laughs> are they married? This is the next one. Are you going to ignore that question? No, I ignored them because I found out parts on different dates. So I wanted to say that we had gone out twice before. Gotcha. So okay. throughout our two dates, yes, he has been married. His ex-wife lives with her wife in Florida with three of their four kids. I liked your facial expression um, to that. I just smiled for anyone listening. I got like a huge smile. <laughs> like, okay, great. Listen, I don't have a problem with – that's not true. I don't uh, – I've never dated somebody who has an ex-wife, but I've always known, especially it when kids are involved, that um, that I don't think I could do that. I just don't think I'm the kind of woman who could really do that because I would know that there were people that were going to be more important than me and that that is how it should be. But I'm a codependent, enabling perfectionist, and that just don't work for me right now in my life. So, like, with the fact that she's remarried and to a woman and is in another state, I'm just like, this is all great. Good. Way. Mazalto. So happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. So, that. So, he – I found it interesting of, wait, wait, she has three of the four kids. Yeah. I was so going to ask, like, what kid. are the ages? Like, is this fourth kid, like, an adult? The fourth kid is 13 and lives with him. And I don't know what the issue is. All I know is that there are some issues and the 13-year-old can't live with everybody else. Hmm. Which I, there's got to be a story there. I don't know if I want to know what the story is because knowing the highlights of the story seems like a lot of drama. So okay, because I'm sorry when you're saying, "Hey, the 13 year old was able to either got to live with me or the other three stu- other three kids were going to be taken from the home." There is a long story there, and that's a lot of drama that I don't know if I want to know about. And by the way, he's only 41. Whoa! So 13 year old kid only 31. And he has three other kids. Yep. Wow. Wow. I also can tell you what's wrong with their marriage and probably why it failed. Well, the fact that his wife remarried a woman signals some flags. I mean, she could have been bi. She could have been Polly. She could have not Polly. Uh, Pan. Um. You know, want to be open to the fact that it's very true that sexuality, in my opinion, and you may you may contribute a, a different opinion, but I do believe that it is fluid. And I also believe that especially within our generation and, and all of them before us, we're truly pushed a heteronormative narrative. And that Correct. that's why I think so many women are coming out. Uh, either publicly or even just to themselves with, yeah, bisexuality or um, late in life lesbian, I think is that that's the TikTok term, I suppose. Um, So not that that's that's a problem, but I mean, if, if you're a lesbian married to a man, I could see that that could be not an enjoyable experience. You know, that's doesn't, it's anyway. 
I don't want, I'm not going to get into that, but if that was a problem, I could see it from a personal perspective. And that was apparently he, he had said that, oh no, early on in their marriage, she had made a comment that she was more attracted to women. And I go, that wasn't a tip off that maybe your marriage wasn't going to work. When she told you in the beginning, I'm more attracted to women than men. And then she came out and said, and as you said, like, you know, push towards heteronormatives. Um, but yeah, totally. in the end, she she is 100% she is a lesbian. That is who she's attracted to. That is who she wants. Because um, I asked him, I was blunt. I said, well, is she a lesbian? or is she? And he goes, no, she's a lesbian. She said it. I I was the phase and I was the trial. So that's what I was love- wrong with their marriage. <laughs> God, in the worst way, but in the best way, because I'm so removed from these two people. I love that he at least is like, yeah, no, no, no. I was the phase. Like, oh, that's so progressive. Again, I'm not going to throw Vito down, but I don't think that this is the guy just by all that he brings. I mean, I haven't heard more, but it just seems like he would require. Yeah, yeah, totally. But man, this is the kind of progressive divorcee that I want walking around the community who he acknowledges like, oh, no, no, no. I was the face. Like, whoops. <laughs> and, oh, we'll move on to Tuesday. So that was Tuesday. But you had two Afterward, dates on Tuesday. So what was the second date? I did. Hang on one second. I'm going to mute myself. I'm sorry. I didn't want to do that to you again. You got very grossed out when I belched. Um, so, sorry, listeners. I'm so ladylike when I drink carbonated beverages. Um, so then my second date Tuesday was after work. We met up at um, a shopping center. I mean, I guess that's the best way to put it. Because there's, you know, a Target and a Best Buy. And then it has like little coffee shops and everything there, too. So we were walking around, and I thought it was really cute at first. Um, by the way, his name is David. He's also a Facebook, and he is 31. So I did go a little bit younger. Ooh, you cougar. Robbing the cradle. Uh, yeah. Uh. Um, but yeah, so he, I got there, and there was an, there's a Cold Stone ice cream place right there. And he's like, hey, do you want to go grab some ice cream? And I was like, yeah, sure, that'll be great. And then he goes, but I'm diabetic, so I won't have any. To which I go, well, why don't we go to a place you can actually enjoy as well? Because that wouldn't be awkward if, hey, let me eat ice cream in front of you and you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so we ended up going down to a place that did um, like the boba teas and he got a Thai coffee or a Thai tea and I got a boba tea. Nice. So we did that. Um, our date, however, did have a time limit because... He had a court-appointed phone call with his son. Okay, can we please up your screening process? Like, I need. I think we need to move past this, like, say yes to everybody. Because <laughs> the 200 dates, the, these are not just, can you get 200 dates? We have established you are dateable. I mean, we, you and I knew that for many moons. But for the sake of this, we have established you're dateable. Can we start, like... <laughs> I don't want to go out with oh. you if you have court appointed anything. Well, sorry. They didn't put that on their dating profile. Hey, every Tuesday I have a court appointed phone call. I just happened to be on the right day. Mm. But, well, no, because it was really sweet in the beginning. He was like, hey, I want to make sure we meet in public so that I know you're comfortable. 
I know then if we want to like meet and um, like and cook together at like, your place or mine, I want to make sure we first do public so you're really comfortable with everything moving forward. So that's why I had said yes to the date. And then mm-hmm. when I got there, he's like, hey, like, I know we said we'd hang out in this date. He goes, I just, you know, I feel really bad to tell you. I, I have to, um, wherever I'm at six, I have to call my son. And I said, oh, is that just like your normal, like every Tuesday night at six, you guys call each other. And that's your normal, like, you know, phone call date thing. And he goes, well, yeah, but it's more because the judge says I have to call him at that time. And I was like, oh, sorry, you could have just lied and said it was our date night. Like, could have lied. You just met me. Wow. Oh, it gets better. So, and I'm sorry for everyone who can't see the video because we're not recording. So he had some tattoos on his arm. Uh And we did talk about tattoos because I have several piercings. And he asked if I wanted any tattoos. And we were talking. He said, you know, if you get a tattoo, make sure you're really clear about the spelling. Which I I did ask him how drunk he was because he shows me his forearm that has his son's name tattooed on it. But, and I'm not going to say his son's name, but the second letter is supposed to be a Y and that did not look like a Y. And I have dyslexia and even I knew that was the wrong letter. Yeah, that's why I laughed. And I'm not laughing at people with dyslexia. Let me repeat again. I have known Susie for over a decade and without like diving deep into this, Actually, I'm going to say it. I don't care. I'll say the story because it makes me look terrible, but it's so funny. We were living together, which through our friendship, we've only lived together for one year, (laughs) but I for years referred to her as my roommate. Um, At any rate, I don't know. She came into my room. I was in her room. It doesn't really matter, but I was trying to be funny and clever and she was talking and all of a sudden I yell at her. I'm like, you can't even read. And she goes, like, I realize how awful that was. But thankfully, she knows I'm a decent human being. And sometimes my comedic timing is off. She goes, I'm dyslexic, not illiterate. I was like, I mean, yep, that is true. Like, you ever want to feel small? Have your best friend not even insult you in response. Just, like, clarify And then be like, by the way, that's a recognized disability and I'm in a harder major than you. Do you want to keep talking? I'm like, no, I'll just sit over here and feel small. Uh, So that's why I was laughing. My major wasn't harder than yours. It was just different. There was a lot of math involved. That felt hard to me. Uh (laughs) Yeah, but you had to write. See, I love that. I I think my major would have been hard for you because you wouldn't have you wouldn't have enjoyed the topics as much as I did. But uh, also, we're way beyond college and majors don't even matter that much. So another topic for another day. Um, That's why I was laughing because I think it's really funny that he's talking about spelling. And I'm like, I wonder if he knew this like fun fact about you. Um, Not a clue. And dude, talk about my dating flags. Talk about red flags. He's mandated to talk to his son and then he spells his son's name wrong. I will say, oddly enough, I'm entertained by like these grouping of men because both of these Tuesday men seem to have interesting relationships with their sons. They were, um, but yeah, also, I don't have any tattoos, but even I know. They put the stencil on and ask you before they start. 
Yeah. So he saw that before they started and said, yeah, looks good. Go ahead. Yeah. Every tattoo artist will tell you, like, it is not their job and they don't uh, make sure anything is spelled right. It is the person who's getting the tattoo. Like, you need to make sure it's it's done. It's, you know, spelled properly. Isn't that why Britney so, Spears is running around with, like, a, a Chinese caricature, like, beyond the cultural appropriation, just says soup or something? Like, she thought it was supposed to be, like, relaxation or calm or tranquility, but it actually just says soup. Oh, no, that was from the Big Bang Theory. Britney Spears' is worse. She got Hebrew letters, but uh, she did not realize or educate herself in the slightest about the direction of the he- of uh, that uh, Hebrew is written. Backwards? Well, it's not. Ba- it's backwards in English, if you're looking at it that way. I read Hebrew and that's it's the right way in, in Hebrew so it it's not any word she literally just has a series of letters that mean nothing no, that's what I'm saying is for her she didn't realize the hey spell it the other direction to be yes, backwards yes. I'm pretty sure it's either Britney Spears or Madonna either one side note free Britney okay moving on <laughs> but yeah so oh that's not even the best part about his tattoos so oh my God. So he has, so he showed me the one on his forearm, his son's name. Then he has one go, it's like, you know, a skull and a flower. <laughs> and then, and sorry, yeah, on the other forearm. And then, because I asked him, I said, oh, well, I, I see some tattoos. Because I saw under his shirt on his, and I have to be clear, so hang on. Yeah, okay. this arm. So left arm, uh, like the edge of his shirt, I saw like some, I saw some, some of a tattoo. Like I could see it. Right. Sticking out, but I couldn't see what the tattoo was. So I ask him about it. He goes, oh, I have, you know, like five. And he shows me the son's name, the skull, skull and the flower. And then he lifts up his shirt sleeve on his right arm to show me the drama mask. So like the laughing and smiling drama face mask. Mm-hmm. And then the other arm, he just goes, oh, yeah. And then this one is one I got for free that my friend did. I, I'm, I'm not really proud of that one. And yeah, I, I don't like. I don't like it. And for people who can't see, he just sort of like brushed his sleeve down to make sure his sleeve was still covering his tattoo. Mm-hmm. Does, does that seem odd to anybody else out there that, hey, he lifted up his sleeve on the other sh- uh, arm to show me that one. The one that was sticking out the bottom, he pulled down, said he got it for free. He doesn't like it. Which, and this might also just because of the part of the area we are, and I will throw him under the bus and I could be completely wrong and I'm sorry if I am um yeah I said his name is David I'm wondering if it's a white supremacist or like a hate tattoo because he is white I literally was thinking that I'm like I feel like this dude has got like a swastika under there and I mean I've never met this dude but like this seems like uh I can tell you the edges showing out was not a swastika because I could see like how it was bent but there was I couldn't really like he was he pulled down the sleeve. He made sure I could not see that one. But he made sure to point out that his son's name was misspelled. So uh, something's off there. Yeah, something is off. Let's let's take a hard pass. See, and was this guy also from Facebook date? This one is a Facebook date. Um, Yeah, so that's we're just going to go with a, a politely, you know, hey. This was cool. This was great. But yeah, no, thanks for the tea. Goodbye. Hard pass. All right. Wednesday. So Wednesday, I met 
And I no longer can find his profile, so I can't tell you his name, um, his age, but his name is Junior. <laughs> um, met on Facebook. I think he's older than me. Um, and this is and this is why everybody stand up very, very excited when we were passing. This is my first lemon law. I'm so excited. Now, uh, as a reminder, the true definition of lemon law to which we have applied it, I challenge Susie to lemon law uh, at least once during this time. Obviously, to do it when the occasion struck, you know, not just to lemon law on a great date. That would be wild. But the idea behind the lemon law is if within the first 15 minutes you have decided, you know, there's no spark or you're bored or you just really have no interest in being there longer than 15 minutes uh, or uh, or up to 20. That's kind of an art. It's, you know, a, a significant amount of time, but nothing too long. You simply kind of address them and let them know that you're leaving. You lemon law them. And I've always wanted to encourage someone to do this because what I would always say, and I've always said this to Susie, even when people came in and out of our lives romantically and and we were hurt, you know, I would think, why do I care so much about this person who I barely knew to begin with and who three weeks ago, for example, I didn't even know they existed on the planet. So the lemon law is kind of meant to avoid that hurt because you're 15 minutes in and you can say, listen, a week ago, you never knew I existed. Let's go back to that time. Okay, I've heard and I've heard enough of my voice. I need to hear how the lemon law played out and also who it was on. Like, what was the guy's name? How'd you meet? And what was his age? And where did you go? Okay, so this is Junior Facebook right. date. I don't know his age because I can't find his profile anymore. So, oops. Um, we were supposed to meet at a. It is a dive bar, and you know me. I do love me some dive bars. Yeah, totally. I do. Um, and it is a dive bar that I know. Um, we were supposed to meet. I pulled in, and I was not having a great day at work anyways that day. So I was sort of like, oh, I just sort of want to cancel this. But he was like, come on, let's go. We'll be fun. Happened to park at, like, the exact same time we got out of our cars. And, like... I feel really judgmental and bitchy of saying this, but you know, sometimes you just look at a person and you just know you're like, oh, hell no. Yeah. Oh, hell no. So let's put it this way. We never made it into the bar. Oh my God. This lemon law story gets better and better and better. Okay. So we, so we meet up and he's like, Hey, I'm like, Hey. And he's like, yeah. So like, let's go in. Like, we'll get this. And I was like, I mean, we could, or we could just stay here for a minute and chat. And let, let's just say hi here for a minute. I mean, because if I got a drink, I wasn't going to leave a drink and not drunk because that's, you know, alcohol abuse. So. <laughs> oh, it's a song lyric. Do not shake your head at me. It is a shit song lyric. Um. So, but no, I'm like, mostly I don't do that because I feel like it's just rude to leave a drink somewhere that you're like, oh, I ordered a drink. I like this, but I'm just going to leave it here and leave. Um. But yeah, so we hung out there, like talked for maybe five minutes and he was talking to me and I just was, uh, I like to dress up when I go out to concerts. I like a good theme. Sam will tell you all, I enjoy a good theme. Several of my dating profile pictures are of me and some of my outfits. 
Which she makes. Yes. So the one that he was commenting on was um, one New Year's. I had, I made a corset, a full length tutu, and it all lit up. I, again, I knew that that had to be the one that like something he must have said about that must have like set you off or like really solidified the lemon law was going to come into play. Because couldn't I please my man and wear a corset and stockings to see him? That was it. He just wanted me to wear a corset and stocking to see him. And I responded with, well, this is cool, but um, I had a long day and I think I'm going to go home now. Oh, my God. I love this. I love this. Okay. What happened next? What did you do next? Like, I really – details. So he gave me a hug goodbye. Ugh, don't touch And then him. it was funny – well, notice how I didn't say I hugged him goodbye. He gave me a hug goodbye. Right. Okay. Um, and then he goes, well, this is probably for the best because uh, he's a car-, car dealer or whatever. He goes, I-, I just found out I had, you could tell he was trying to save the day. I just found out that I had, had some keys to the car and they needed it at work. So I-, I guess I really should head back to work too. So it's really cool that you, you um, we're just going to do this another time. I have to leave. So I'm going to. I'm like, he was trying to make it be like, he's the reason we're not going in. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to leave now. So, uh, peace. I love this. So I got in my car and I left. And then on my Google number, I got a text about how, so am I going to please my man? Because I could also just wear like a button down shirt and some stockings and heels for him. This guy sounds so gross. Like, just say if all you want is to have sex with somebody versus, like, dating somebody. And you've said now multiple weeks. And I know that when I temporarily and I did not do a good job, not purposefully, I tried for you, man. I tried. When I was running oh, your when I outsourced. Profile, yeah, when you outsourced it. But it's, it is really frustrating. I would try to only match with people who said they wanted long term relationships. We're looking for something serious. I would have a few conversations to try and vet them. And so often they're just BSing. And it's like, I feel like if they really just kind of wanted to sleep around or nothing serious, then just write that. There's so many men and women on that app that could fill that void, so to speak, you know? There's Um, options on there of say, I just want something casual. Yeah. Now, I am going to ask before we move on, because I don't want to give this person any more of our energy. Do you think you Why would have... Why did I say yes? Uh, no, 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 no. Do you think you would have lemon laud truly like this if I had not challenged you and kind of every week just reminded you of this experience that I wanted to kind of have through you? Yes and no. Um... Because I wouldn't, I have in the past, I haven't truly lemon lawed, but I have in the past, like, I would have done the, when we walked in, I wouldn't have ordered, like, an alcoholic beverage or anything. I would have ordered, like, an iced tea, something that I can drink a lot faster pace. Because, you know, if you go into a place and you pound a beer or you pound an old-fashioned, you're an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a no-no. But if you go in and you... And you drink an iced tea in five minutes. Oh, you were just thirsty. But I could, I have done that before where I go and drink the iced tea or I drink something like that. And I go, you know what? This is really good. 
but I really forgot, like, you know, I have a meeting early in the morning, so I'm just going to go home and go, go to bed. Thanks. So, but yeah, no, this one, mostly because you were like, no, you need the lemon law. I did, I was more honest, like, yeah, let's just call this good. Like, let's just be done. I love that. Now, do you think now that you've had a successful true lemon law, like you called it before going in, you did save yourself some time. Do you think you would do this again if you are in that kind of situation? Good. I will say there are exceptions and you're going to let's go on to Thursday. So Thursday, I went on a date with a guy named Scott, met on Facebook date. It is a Facebook date week, um, apparently. Facebook date. We are open to sponsorships. So uh, slide into our DMs. Um, And he is 31. I love this cougar in you. Yes, cougar. Two years. I'm such a cougar. Um, But so we went to another dive bar. Um, and he is like, he's cute. I'll send you a picture so you can see. He's cute. He plays football. So his nose definitely has been broken several times. His name is Scott. It's a very generic name. And let's go where it goes downhill because boy went from cute and potential to stage five clinger in the time it took for us to get to our date. Oh my goodness. Now, granted, we went into Swizzle, and it was a new bartender, and he made me a really good drink. It's called Swizzles? I probably shouldn't have said that. It's a dark bar. Swizzles, we are open for sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we went in there. Um, it is a dive bar. It's wonderful. Oh, hey. Hang on, I, I will explain this pause in a, at the end. <laughs> Something I, I will say while Susie tends to whatever message just popped up. Um, so while we're we're filming, she continues to get messages like she is actively on these dating sites. So um, periodically, she will have to tend to her many suitors. 200 is a big um, number. <laughs> it is. Oh, wait, wait till you get to the end of this week. It's a great week. Um, so, but yeah, so he got very clingy, very fast. And, but I was like, you know what? Maybe he's just excited. He, you know, whatever. We go in, the bartender did make me a great drink. So I wasn't going to lemon law because I wanted to enjoy my beverage. And at this point I was like, I'm going to enjoy my beverage and who the hell cares what's going on around me. Well, what did he do that was so clingy that you noticed so quickly? I'm curious. Like, what specifically? You play your cards right, you're going to get a great guy. I'm really looking forward to what our future holds. I'm so excited for when I'm sleeping next to you. Oh, my God. That's that's like – I'm like skeezed out just hearing that. Like – Now, here's the thing. I think both you and I have had, or I'll just speak even for me, I have had a brief but intense before. Um, I don't think really ever off of a dating app, although I did have a very long-term relationship with someone I met from a dating app. So that wasn't brief, but it was spark and it was intense. But I've had a brief but intense 
if you're traveling or, you know, it's like a summer fling where people say those kind of things, but rarely is it on night one. And it's often if you're going to kind of project those dreams, I suppose, or those kind of romantic images so early, it's usually because within the next 14 days or seven days, one, if not both of you are going to be boarding planes, flying in opposite directions, or, you know, someone's moving away. Like, that's just, that's so, that's so intense. Yeah. yeah and that that's, is clingy. that's like, we get there. Um, the bar still had you wear face masks when you walked in. And then you said, you know, as mm-hmm. places should. Um, and he made a comment of, oh, this place makes you wear a mask. And I was like, yeah. Red flag. This isn't like, didn't bring one from his car. Didn't have a mask with him. Boo. Um, But, you know, so we went in. And then he he has baby fever bad. Apparently, when he was 26, he made this, uh, he made this deal with himself that if he's still not a father by 31... 31 is going to be his year. He's going to find someone. He's going to have kids. Um, the Chinese symbol or whatever for like, yes, is 21. This is all from him. So do not quote me on any of this. I am now regurgitating what he told me. But 21 is the year of the yes, if you're Chinese. And, you know, so we're in year 21. So even though he's 31, it's the year of yes for him. And so, yes, he's going to have kids. And yes, he's going to find the person he's supposed to be with forever. And yes, is this year. Um, oh, he likes to sing and singing's great. He went to the jukebox. She's like, fall- Sam's falling more and more into her neck, like making a face. Like, could I get more more back from yeah. the microphone? Um, he got up, put a song on. And I'm very sorry for all these listeners because I'm about to be loud. Um he put a song in the jukebox and is just talking to me normal. And then all of a sudden, the lion sleeps tonight. I hope you all so got you were that not at a karaoke bar. So you were no. not at a karaoke bar. And he started singing. Ergo, I do believe he felt himself to be serenading you. I don't know if I called it singing as so much as screaming at me. You can only scream at somebody when you're at a karaoke bar and you've already had a couple of drinks in you and maybe an appetizer. <laughs> We're on round one. Round one. And he was screaming wow. at me, um, but talking about how great a singer he is and how he's like <laughs> really into music. And, you know, and then he kept telling me about like, oh, he's into this. And, you know, he was a correctional officer and he was this. And, he, and I kept going, but what do you do? do right and, you know, now i'm tempted i'm gonna go and i, I want to get on the police force and i want to do this but i used to do this and i play and, okay but again what do you do yeah okay again i i do love that our theme is like when do you decide to like walk away because i my next challenge and i know we're still in the middle of the week I want to challenge you because the theme is like when to call it. I want you to call it on some of the, I mean, I don't know because we talk about that. They all do seem to be very clear on what you want when the ones that like it hasn't worked out with or that like have actually been adult enough to respond to your messages of like, you know, no, thank you. This isn't going to work. They do seem to be very clear of what you want. I'm just flummoxed how these men get 
get past the initial vetting stage. They Scooby Doo me. They, they like he's they Scooby Doo me. They are very nice and upfront on one things, and then you pull off the mask, and it's crazy. They Scooby Doo you. Oh my God, I need to make a shirt for that. I've been Scooby Dooed. <laughs> but that's I mean that's what it is because we were chatting. He has a job that. Um, he's a crisis counselor is what I did. I finally figured it out. Uh, but I was like, no, like, but what do you do? Like, you know, explain this more to me. Cause I'm like, crisis counselor can fill a lot of holes. Like, could you please be a little more specific? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, so he has a job. He, you know, has his life together. He said he wants marriage, wants a kid. Like, you know, he is like in the same age group, you know, he has a car. He did. So like, he made it through like the initial, like, okay, you're not a serial killer vetting. Right. Which I, you know, could slip one through. But I say and then we raise the bar from more than just like a, not a serial killer and basic adult uh, achievements, if you will. Because I thought he had them of like, you know, had his own, pl- it's like had his own place, had a vehicle, had a career. And then he showed up and I'm like, oh, you're fucking nuts. So needless to say, not seeing him again. Right. Uh, I okay. finished my drink because it was a very nice made drink. And I said this was lovely, but that I had work in the morning and needed to leave. To to which he told me that, you know, oh, I could just drive him home. And I said, um, no, I have to work in the morning. He goes, no, no, we can go to your place and I'll just get an Uber back. And I go, no, I'm good. I really don't like the presumptuousness of, I'd say, 60% of these men you're on dates with. Like, I I also, I mean, you know, because I do know you, I know that that's not something you're particularly fond of either. And not, gosh, I feel like every time we say something, we're like, let me put a caveat. Not to, you know, say anything that would disparage anyone else, but like, I mean, both of us have certainly not been averse to, oh my goodness, bringing somebody back home during the first date or after the first date or very quickly. But like, if you are not extended that invitation, do not, I, but this is a PSA. If you're not extended that invitation enthusiastically, quit trying to force it. Consent people consent. Okay. On to Friday. So Friday, no dates. I took a day off. Took a day off. Took a night off. I took a day off. I had to hang out. Um, I had to hang out with my dog and show him that he's still the main man in my life. Uh, <laughs> That's right. I know. How is, has your dog been reacting? You're out so much these days or these nights. He's very, he's very, very confused. The poor baby. This was Friday is actually when I was texting um, the teacher and we made plans for Thursday. Which we're going to go to a cooking class together. So it'll be fun. That's so Um, precious. So then Saturday, I went out with, because I don't have enough in my life, John from Bumble. Oh my gosh. Okay. By the way, um, Sam number two has declared I am not allowed to end up with a John or a Sam because I have too many. They will have to change their names or... They just aren't allowed to actually any in my life because I have too many and she's not learning any more John or Sam's. I mean, I'm very good at giving people nicknames. And you know that um, when I 
was in Kentucky. I was dating somebody who, thankfully, they were very uh, – they were also used to be given nicknames and everyone in their family called them by a nickname um, and that I had said, you know, I just got out of a relationship with someone who had the same name as you. Like, I, I cannot – uh, and, you know, I bestowed upon him a nickname that everyone knows to this day, I could say it and everyone yeah. would know exactly what I was talking about. So I agree if you end up with a John or a Sam, um, I think I think Team John and Team Sam should come up with a nickname for this person. <laughs> yeah. So uh, but yeah, so he is 42 men on Bumble. Nice. Married. kids. A, so um, has been married, has an ex-wife, no kids. Okay. Or at least I believe no kids. Um, he is a teacher, works with special ed students, and is a wrestling coach. You seem to have an affinity for teachers. I do, apparently. Um, and, like, so we, we met up um, also recently. And I'm saying recently because, you know, um, how recently can this actually be? But so he lost 100 pounds over the last year because oh, he's getting awesome. into a healthier lifestyle. So that's great. Like, oh, no, he looks really good. Um, everything's going well for him. We went and met at this Mexican place. It was an hour and a half wait for our table. Ugh, not good. Especially not good if you have a second date planned for after your first date that night and you were not planning for an hour and a half wait for a table when you set your date times up. <laughs> Oh, no, this was a double book situation. It was a double book situation. And I will preface this with my second date is like the universe telling us not to date. But so John with Bumble, we went, we went to the Mexican place. It was really nice. Like we were able to talk a lot. We do have some things in common. The conversation was going. And even when there was a lull in the conversation, it wasn't bad. The table across from mm-hmm. us, though, was really loud, like awkwardly loud. And mm. Sam and I know each other. We are loud when we go out in general in public because we get loud with each other. They were louder than us. Like, I was huh. noticing how loud those people were. Um, and at one point, right. the server, I made a comment. I go, well, I just want to know who let the snake out because that's what the other table was talking about. And the waitress looks at me, rolls her eyes and goes, girl you're telling me girl and i was like oh you are annoyed with these people sorry Mm -hmm. um like i mean it wasn't a bad date it just wasn't it was an eh date because like yeah we were able to talk Mm -hmm. like the meal was good but there's nothing about it that i would be like oh my god and he did this or oh my god this happened right um you know it was just fine so but yeah so finished up that date he did walk me back to my car which i thought was really nice we are still talking as i i'm not like i'm not like hey no i'm never gonna talk to you again i'm just like you gotta step up your game or give me something to get on a second date with me because i'm just going with eh for him this is eh. right um but yeah so that was how the night started and then i am I was an hour and a half late. Well, sorry, it was only an hour late getting out of this date or an hour later than I thought I would be leaving this date. Um, And for everybody wondering, it was because I had to go home and walk my dog and was supposed to be there at a certain time. But I was an hour late because it is weird when you go on a date and tell them you have a time restriction and you don't want to tell them it's because I have a second date planned because that's awkward. 
How did the person who you were an hour late for respond? So when I got in my car, I called him. I did not text. I called him and said, hey, I'm really sorry. I was I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a horrible godmother. I blamed it on my godson. I said I'd taken him out to dinner. Nice. Um, good. I was like, I, I just want to know the lie because clearly you lied. I mean, clearly I lied. I wasn't going to say, hey, I'm on another date. That's cool, right? Um, and I know lying's not right. I just think it's also a respect thing because I don't think I would feel good if a guy called me up and said, hey, I know we were supposed to be on a date. I was on another date, but you still want to go out. Yeah, I'd no, be like, totally. Screw you. Um, but yeah, I was like, you know, I was with dinner with my godson. So I was planning. I'm really sorry. But, you know, I'm just I'm just leaving the restaurant now. Um, and he was like in his um, I met him on Facebook date. Um, we're going to call him the driver. Because his name is not. Actually, I'm going to call him Hemingway. That's what Sam number two saw a picture of him and said, oh, he's Hemingway. So that's her nickname because I'm not going to give extra nicknames to people. And okay. so he's 45. And so um, he's like, actually, you know, um, he's like, you know, I was about to go out, but, you know, I'm still home. Why don't you? He goes, do you still want to meet? I'm game if you are. So again, I am an hour mm-hmm. late leaving for this date. I was supposed to be there an hour ago. And I go, that's fine. I won't be there for 20 minutes, which means I will be an hour and a half late for a date. And he said, that's fine. I wouldn't have waited for you. <laughs> and she likes me. Uh, but yeah, so we go, we meet up at this dive bar. And this is like, so the dive bar we went to in college, you know, the one that I loved with the mannequin. This is divier than that dive bar. And we showed up and like the security guard was dressed like dog, the bounty hunter, like, you know, security vet, like bulletproof vest and all this cowboy hat. And there's a sign that everybody is carted. And the driver walked up and he goes, oh, crap, I don't have my ID. And I was like, uh, and they go, everybody has to show their ID to get in. Sorry, man, no ID, you can't get in. And he looks and goes, okay, hang on one second, because the door's right by the bar. Goes over to the bar, pulls out his credit uh-huh. card, and goes, hey, start a tab for me. Get me, get you anything this woman wants. And he turns to me and goes, I promise I'll be back. Don't leave. And so then he leaves to go get his ID. Like, starts a tab for me to do whatever the fuck I want. And leaves to go get his ID. And so... I sit down and order a beer because, you know, what else are you going to do? And then he texts me as I'm waiting for him to come back saying, crap, I just got flashed by one of those radar cameras for speeding. So he now, so now we are an hour and a half late for our date. He couldn't get into the bar because he forgot his ID. And then he gets a speeding ticket getting back, which I don't know. Like, I feel like the universe is telling you do not go on a date with this person. Yeah. So he makes it back to the bar, gets a lecture from the drunk girl by the door about how everyone needs to get carded and he's not special. Right. And then he comes back in and sits down and we do like we do have a good time and it is fun talking to him and we did have a good time together. Um, We started doing stupid bar tricks. Like the, you know, if you put mm-hmm. a bill and then you take a bottle, like you take a bottle drink the bottle of beer first like an empty bottle flip it upside down put it on a bill and say 
you know, can you move the bottle without knocking it over? You know, if you can remove the bill without knocking over the bottle, the bill's yours. Um, which he did not like because he yeah. was playing with me and I know bar tricks. So I was able to answer them and in ways that he wasn't expecting that I knew the other answer to half of them. But yeah, so we were doing stupid bar tricks to the point where the bartender came over and was like, oh, which one are you guys doing now? And like started playing with us. Mm-hmm. It was also karaoke night at the bar we were at. So we did end up Love singing. We, we did summer nights from Greece. Did you do and summer loving? We, summer nights. That's what it is. Summer loving is the actual oh, okay. song title. Summer nights. <laughs> but yeah, that's the one we did. And then um, the bar closed, and so it was time to go home. And so we went home, and that would be the one that right before we started recording, when you were making faces and rolling your eyes. If someone called me and wanted to talk to me, that would be, um, what I forget what his name, um, Hemingway is what Sam's calling. But yeah, that called me asking if we could talk, if he could talk to me because he's heading into work because he works nights right now and wanted to chat to chat with me. Huh. He also, I will give him credit. Let me read his text message because I'll give him credit for this. Do 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 do. Well, where the hell is? Okay. Um. So today, I just get a text. So that was Saturday. We went on a date. And, like, Sunday, there was a little bit of texting, just, like, morning, morning, you know, how are you? And then today, he goes, so this is kind of that weird point after going out with someone where I'm not sure if I should play it cool and wait for them to make the next move or continue to dot, dot, dot. If I come on too strong, I might push them away. But if I wait too long, they might think I've lost interest. Thoughts? That was his text message to me, which I'm like, that's, that's a, a creative good way of being like, message. so much addition. That's a good yeah, text. So and we had made jokes, too, on the date about how the universe is, like, telling us not to date each other. Like, we made jokes about it at the time. But, mm-hmm. so, no, we are still talking, so we'll see. Um, that was, we're trying to figure out a second date, which hopefully will go a little better than planned. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where everything went wrong. So that was that. And then here is why I was laughing that I will share this one. So I went to my friend's birthday party on Sunday. Okay. And it was like a picnic out in this park area right across from their house. Mm-hmm. There are new neighbors who just moved in, just got their stuff on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Moved in. Um, and I'm saying neighbors. It turns out, we found out through the course, that... And of course, his name is John, because I need more Johns in my life. Um, John lives there. His friend does it. She lives in Ohio. He flew her down to Houston, where he was living, to pack up her stuff, pack up his stuff. And then it was shipped over here. And then she was here to unpack everything. And... The short version is of what I found out is so John is a dominant male in the bedroom that likes to tie people up for his pleasure. And this woman, his partner, is also dominant, however, will be submissive to him. And wow, she and I were getting along and having fun and we were having a good conversation before this part came up. So she has my number because we exchanged numbers beforehand. 
And at the end of the evening, I was asked if I would like to be John's new bondage bunny. And wouldn't that be great if I was here for him? And, you know, except for the fact that I had to get up and work today, she really wanted to grab me by the hair, take me up to the bedroom for an erotic spanking. Wow, you just have such interesting weeks. So the text message I got that I started cracking up saying I'd explain it later. Yeah. Was from her saying, hey, girly, dream well when your head finds the pillow. Oh, my goodness. And she has my real number because I just thought it was, oh, it's this girl I met. We're having a good time. We're talking. Um, She's like, let me know you get home safe. So I text her going, hey, I got home safe. This is after everything. I'm like, okay, I'm still going to be. This morning, she also sent me a, my days, um, she goes, my day's going well. Unpacking and came across this piece of art that brought you to mind, smiley face. I'll send you a picture of the art. It it does actually awkwardly look like me. Um, but yes, yeah, she's she she would love it if I would come over tonight so she could spank me. But, you know, I could put my head on the pillow. Okay, back to the dating tales. Uh... <laughs> That's just a normal day. Wow. So that's my dating for this week. Jeez. Wait, does that include that? That included tonight's date. Oh, I didn't put tonight's date in there. I was going to do that next week. Well, but it's part of this week. Oh, so now after work today, I met. <laughs> I met up with Sam. Oh my gosh. So I met up with Sam. We had a date. Um, it was nice. We had a lot of good conversation and like just noshed and, you know, talked about things. Um, we'll be friends. Okay. It's I love it. You're like, it's- I, would, I was going to save it for next week. But even now you're like, man, there's really not much to say. Okay. Well, so that does put you at another seven date week. And you have officially broken into... The 170s. Yeah. You're at 179 dates to go. That is 21 dates down, 179 to go. And there is one person who you are now seeing. This will be your fourth date with this same individual, right? Yes. It will be my fourth date with the teacher. Um, there is also, oh, I'll give you a teaser. Because you won't, I won't go on this date for a couple weeks. Um, but no, it's I started talking to. It's an offshore oil rig worker. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's a like twenty eight days here, twenty eight yeah. days on the oil rig, like going back and forth. Um, they happen to come home on the nineteenth. So we have plans for the week when they come home that we're gonna go out. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, do what you got to do, but I feel like you're going to have a waxing appointment before then. Just uh, <laughs> if the conversation is good, then I know with you, you will have some tantalizing exchanges just to vet them on that end. So uh <laughs> been good conversation so far. Ah, OK. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool yourself down. Drink another sip of your water. 
Um, all right. So that's, like I love a little water? teaser. Do you like my little kid I love, water? I love a good teaser. Uh, so again, just a, as a reminder, so you are at 179 dates down. That's 21 dates in. And we are now at a point where we are going to change up the format just slightly uh, because we are going to start bringing in experts. We brought this up in episode one, but we are going to start bringing in kind of love experts to see how we can integrate this information into into both of our lives realistically and just to be helpful for anyone who is actively pursuing you know, true love. So we're going to have a feng shui expert who's going to talk about maybe what you need to do to your bedroom or things in your own house that will help attract more love and deep love. And we are also going to bring on a manifestation expert who has an entire manifestation plan for attracting your true love. And at the end of the day, if you try all these things and one could argue they don't work, did they hurt? No, it was something new to try. Uh, and, and honestly, at this point, we're now just gathering content for our screenplay. <laughs> 2024 <laughs> in a theater near you. Uh, but <laughs> for now, one more time, because I'm just so impressed. One, let's see, 21 dates down, 179 to go in the 200 first dates. But one true love saga. Thank you, Susie, for checking in. Please make sure you continue to give yourself a break along the way. (laughs) And we will check in and talk with you next week. Until then, date strong and party on. Bye. Still working on that send off.